Um, I hope to give a couple more days, inshallah. Let's get like a little further, inshallah. I think we only on today we'll do the what's today's date? Mursa. We just do like maybe a few more, a few more uh, types. And then we'll do Today is uh, what's today? Bethunia, uh, part seventeen. <laughs> At the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one that there's none that has the right to be worshipped except him who's alone without having any partners. And I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah who's alone without having any partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is his servant and his messenger. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min ilmin la yinfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min dua'in la yusma' Verily, Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered from a dua that goes an answer. So proceed, Ikhwan. فَإِخْتَرْنَا أَنْ نُؤَخِّرَ الْإِمْتِحَانَ قَلِيلًا فَيُمْكِنْ نَأْخُذُ دَرَسَيْنَ وَثَلَاثَةَ دُرُوسٍ فِي هَذَا الْبَابِ ثُمَّ نَأْخُذُ الْإِمْتِحَانَ إِنْشَاءَ تَعَالَى So we have decided to push back our test slightly. Maybe a few, a few more classes or so. Just get a little more further in the book, and then we'll take our test, inshallah. Our first test, inshallah. Our Rahman Rahim. What do we study tonight, Yaqwan? Ilmul Hadith, the science of Al Hadith, the science of Al Hadith. Who wants to recite from the beginning of the book, inshallah ta'ala? Man min Who memorized from the beginning, inshallah ta'ala? What you read in your Quran? He wants to recite. Our sisters can come, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah bless you all. Are you usually why the men come you read in your crop? Nobody wants to recite it. Where do we arrive here? Juan and Morrison. No food. No food. 
طيب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى أبدأ بالحمد مصليا على محمد خير نبي أرسلا وذي من أقسام الحديث عدة وكل واحد نتا وحدة وكل واحد نتا وحدة أولها الصحيح وهو ما تصل إسناده ولم يشد أو يعد يرويه عدل ضابط عن مثله معتمد في نقطه معتمد في ضبطه ونقله ماذا يقول؟ والحسن المعروف طرقا وقدت رجاله لا كالصحيح اشتهرت وكل مع مثبت الحسن قصر فهو ضعيف وهو قسام كثر وما أضيف للنبي المرفوع وما لتابع هو المقطوع وما لتابع هو المقطوع والمسند المتصل الإسناد من راوي حتى المصطفى ولم يبن وما بسمع كل راو يتصل إسناده للمصطفى فالمتصل مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مثل أما والله أنبأني الفتى كذاك قد كذاك قد حدثني قائمة أو بعد أن حدثني تبسما عزيز مروي اثنين أو ثلاثة مشهور مروي فوق ما ثلاثة معنعن كعن سعيد عن كرم ومبهم ما فيه رام لم يسم وكلما قلت رجاله وعلى وددده ذاك الذي قد نزل وما أضفته إلى الأصحاب من قول وفعل فهو موقوف زكا نعم ومن بعدكم أني ونصيقا من أبعب إلى السيسس من أبعب إلى السيسس من أبعب إلى السيسس من أبعب إلى السيسس من أبعب إلى Okay. 
فذاك قد حدثني خلينا وبعد ان حدثني تبسم عزيز المروي اثنين وثلاثه مشهور المروي فوق مع الثلاثه كان وعن 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 عنك عن وكل ما رجاله على محبوبه ذاك الذي قد نزل وما وما اضفته وما اضفته الى الصحابي من قول وفعل قول وفعل فهو موقوف ما شاء الله احسنت وبارك الله فيكم يا رب تفضل يا شيخ أبدأ بالحمد مصلياً على محمد خير نبي المرسلة وذمنا قسام الحديث عدة وكل واحد أتى وحده أولها الصحيح وهو من تصل إسناده ولم يشد أو يعد يرويه عدل ضابط عن مثله معتمد في طبخه ونقله والحسن المعروف طرقاً وغدت رجاله لك الصحيح اشتهرت وكل ما عن رتبة الحسن قصر فهو الضعيف وهو أقسام كثر وما أضيف للنبي المرفوع وما لتابع هو المقطوع والمسند المتصل الإسناد من راويه حتى المصطفى ولا النبي وما بسمع كل راو يتصل إسناده للمصطفى فالمتصل مسلسل قل ما على وصف أتى مثل أما والله أنبل فتى كذاك قد حدثنيه قائما أو بعد أن حدثني تبسما عزيز مروي اثنين أو ثلاثة مشهور مروي فوق ما ثلاثة معنى عنك عن سعيد عن جرم ومهم ما فيه راضي لم يسم وكل ما قلت رجاله على وضده ذاك الذي قد نزل وما أضفته إلى الأصحاب من قول وفعل فهو موقوف زفن ما شاء الله أحسنت أحسنت وبارك الله فيكم ما يلاقلش يوصف وكلكم يا أخوان أولاب طيب عند نسائنا أبي لاف دورس أبي لاف سيستس من من كنا تريد أن تقرأ هو استرسال فما سيستس تفضلي وجميعكم and all of you are ومن بعدها الثانية and the second sister tonight just one tonight آه طيب بس طيب من عندكم أسئلة أو سؤال أو تعليق أو أي شيء ما يريد أن يقدمه If you come late to the salah and the imam finishes, when do you stand up? Yeah, like after the first, like both the sleeves. That's a good question, Ikhwan. Mata salatu tantahi? When is the salah over? The scholars, they differ 
regarding both Salaamu Alaikum Salaamu Alaikum or the first Salaamu Alaikum. الذي يظهر أعلم أن التسليم إلى اليمين ينتهي أو تنتهي الصلاة. That which is apparent, Allah Alam, when you give the first salams to the right, the prayer is over. وَقَالَ بَعْضُهُمْ تَسْلِيمَتَانِ وَاجِبَتَانِ Some scholars, they say, both taslims are obligatory. لَكِنْ جَاءَ فِي حَدِيثٍ فِي السُنَنْ صَحِيح لَيْسَ كُلَّ مُحَدِّثٍ يَرَى أَنَّ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ صَحِيحًا بَعْضُهُمْ يُضَعِفُونَ حَدِيث عَيْشَةً لَكِنْ جَمْعٌ مِنْ الْعُلَمَاءِ يُحَسِّنُونَ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ إِنَّ النَّبِيَ عَلَيْهِ صَلَّى سَلَامٌ يُسَلِّمُ بِتَسْلِيمَةٍ وَاحِدَةٍ Some scholars they say that both سَلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ سَلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ are obligatory Other scholars they say no because there is a narration narrated by Aisha in the Sunan in which the Messenger of Allah سَلَامُ gave salams with only one تَسْلِيم Now yes, just to be fair not all the scholars deem this hadith to be authentic. There are some, our Shaykh Abu Aziz Hassan Noor, uh, he says that some of the ulama see it to be weak, while others see it to be Hassan. For those that see it to be weak, then there's no other narration that the Messenger of Allah gave salams with just one taslim. So for them, both salams are obligatory. For those that say the hadith is Hassan, then the first salam is obligatory. وَثَانِيَةْ مُسْتَحَبَّةً And the second, Taslim is obligatory. فَعِنْدَ الْقَوْلَ الثَّانِي الصَّلَاةُ تَنْتَهِي بِالْتَسْلِيمَةِ الْأُولَى عِنْدَ الْقَوْلَ الْأُولَى الصَّلَاةُ تَنْتَهِي بِالْتَسْلِيمَةِ الثَّانِيَةِ For those that have the first opinion, the salah will be over with the first salam alaykum rahmatullah. For those that have the second opinion, that both salam alaykum is obligatory, then the salah is not over into the second. Salaam, Allah Alaikum, and Allah Muslims. Al-Salaa, ya khuan, mithlu al-Arabiyya, mithlu umur al-Fiqh, umur al-Fiqh. Al-Ulama yakhtalifuna ayyanan fi masailati al-Fiqh, fi masaili al-Fiqh, mithlu al-Salaa, mithlu al-Salaa. The Salaa, ya khuan, is the issue of al-Fiqh. And the scholars differ in issues of Fiqh, like they differ in Arabic, like they differ in Tafsir, like they differ in Al-Hadith But they differ in Fiqh more Al-Ulama fi al-Fiqh Mada yakhtalifu? In the scholars of Fiqh, what do they differ regarding? Understanding Al-Fahm Wal-Ma'na What is the meaning of this Hadith? Qawal Nabi alayhi salatu salam Mathalam al-Hadith Abi Huraira Anda sahih al-Jami' Malaysa fi al-Sahih Al-Shaykhina Muqbir Rahim Allah Ta'ala Wa huwa anda al-Imam Ahmad Wa ghayrihima The Hadith of Abu Huraira That's mentioned by Shaykh Muqbir in his book his authentic compilation hadith that are not in Bukhari Muslim. It's also collected by Ahmed other than him. قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام لا صلاة لمن لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. That there's no prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. لكن ما معنى الحديث? However, what is the meaning of the hadith? العلماء يختلفون. The scholars they differ. قال بعدهم هذا الحديث يدل على أن قراءة الفاتحة واجبة على جميع من يصلي وهذا قول أحمد وأكثر الصحابة وأكثر وأكثر الصحابة. What's the meaning of this hadith? Imam Ahmad says, and most of the scholars say, and most of the companions say that this hadith shows reading al-Fatiha is obligatory upon everyone. لا صلاة لمن. There's no prayer for whoever. لكن العلماء يختلفون، but the scholars they differ. قال الإمام مالك رحمه الله قال الإمام مالك رحمه الله تعالى المراد هنا ليس جميع من يصلي. قال المراد ماذا؟ قال المراد الإمام مالك رحمه الله تعالى he says the intent here is not obligatory upon everyone who makes the salah. قال يجب على كل من يصلي أن يقرأ الفاتحة. He says this hadith show. He says it's obligatory to recite al-Fatiha. Everyone has to recite. He said it's not obligatory upon everyone to recite it. هذا الحديث فقط يجب على الإمام. He says this hadith shows it's only obligatory for the Imam to recite. That's another opinion. قال أبو حنيف رحمه الله تعالى. 
قراءة الفاتحة ليست واجبة بل هي مستحبة وهذا قول غريب لكن له دليل له دليل إمام أبو حنيفة هذا I don't want to say strange Ikhwan but he has a position that's not a strong position here however he has proof for it he has proof for it he says Fatiha is not obligatory at all but what's obligatory whatever is easy for you to recite if you agree with him or not, I don't agree with him. Most scholars don't agree with him. No matter. He has a proof that he's using to support his claim. However, But when you look at how he's using the hadith, it doesn't go together, it doesn't harmonize. He used what hadith, ya khwan? Hadith Abi Hurairah. Wahada hadith and al Bukhari Muslim. This hadith is in Bukhari Muslim. Bawa al hadith mashhur. It's a famous, famous, famous hadith. Wa dhakar Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu and the Rajulan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam nabi alayhi salatu salama thalatha marrat. Waqar nabi alayhi salatu salama irajir fa salli fa nakalam tu salli. In this long hadith, this long narration, he mentions a man prayed in front of the Messenger of Allah three times. And the Messenger of Allah said to the man, Go back and pray, but really you didn't pray. It looks like the man was praying and the Messenger of Allah was somewhere else. The man finished his salah, saw the Prophet and said, Salaamu Alaikum Ya Rasulullah. The Prophet said, Wa Alaika Salaam Wa Rahmatullah. The Prophet returned the salams and said, Go back and pray, but really you didn't pray. You can imagine someone praying right in front of you. To him he's making salah. And then he sees you, Salaamu Alaikum Ya Akhi, Wa Alaikum Salaam, go back and pray. You didn't pray. What do you mean I didn't pray? The man did what? Raja'a wa salla maratan thaniyatan. Maratan thaniyatan. The man went back, prayed the second time. Prayed the second time. Fa'ala, Salaamu Alaikum Ya Rasulullah, Fa'ala wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. Irajah fa salli fa innaka lam tusalli. A second time. Salaamu Alaikum Messenger of Allah, Wa Alaikum Salaam wa rahmatullah. Go back and pray, for really you did not pray. What did the man do the third time? Raja'a. He went back again. He has to obey the Messenger alayhi salatu He prayed a third time. Qala salamu alaykum ya Rasulullah. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullah. Iruji' fasalli. Fa inna kalam tusalli. Thalatha marrat. The Prophet said, go back and pray. For verily you did not pray. Tayyip. What's humbling about his words here? They say it was the Bukhari. Or the Umm Salim. What's humbling about what the Prophet is saying? Go back and pray. But really, you did not pray. But the man prayed. What's the humbling part? You did not. The man is praying. But the Prophet said, You did not pray. Meaning, his prayer is not correct. You're praying, but it's, not, it's like you're not praying. Your prayer is not accepted by Allah. So the man says a tremendous, beautiful statement. He says, The man said, By the one that sent you with the truth, O Muhammad, teach me. But verily, this is the best I can do. That prayer you saw me make, O Messenger of Allah, this is the best I can do. The Messenger of Allah said, when you intend to stand for the prayer, make a good wudu, the wudu for the salah. Then face the qibla. Then say, Allahu Akbar. And then recite, was easy for you to recite from the Quran. Abu Hanifa istadalla bi hadha al-ta'abir. Abu Hanif is using the phrase of the Prophet. Read was easy for you to recite. He said, he didn't say Al-Fatiha. He said it was easy. So if you agree or not, that's a strong point. However, the meaning of what's easy for you to recite is Al-Fatiha. But Abu Hanif didn't see it like that. So the scholars of Al-Fiqh, Usually in Fiqh, the scholars differ over the meaning. طيب. العلماء في الحديث ماذا يختلفون به؟ 
The scholars of Hadith, what do they differ over? The authenticity. Authenticity. Usually the scholars of Fiqh, yandaruna ila al-ma'ana wal-fahm. Wal-ulama fil Hadith, yandaruna ila al-sihha. Ila al-sihha. Usually the scholars of Fiqh, they look at the meaning of the Hadith. What's being said here? What's the meaning of the Hadith? And the scholars of al-Hadith, they usually differ over, is the Hadith authentic or not? Did the Messenger of Allah say that? Is it attributed to the Prophet So this is something that you're going to find in your studies, Ikhwan. Regarding the prayer, I'll give you a benefit. العلماء يختلفون في أحكام الصلاة كثيرة جدا من البداية من تكبيرة الإحرام إلى السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. The issues of salah, you'll be amazed. One of the most humbling studies you're going to do is the salah. The scholars differ in abundance regarding the salah from beginning to end. From Allahu Akbar to Assalamu alaikum. I'll give an example. Ma hukm What's the ruling on raising the hands? In the first opening, Allahu Akbar. Wajibun, Sunnah, Makroof, Haram, or Jais. Is it allowed? Haram, recommended, hated, or allowed? Wajib. Raising the hands. Sunnah. So we have two opinions. Any more? Obligatory Sunnah? Have you loved daughters? Scholars differ. Sahih. And to two opinions. Some say obligatory. The strongest opinion is that is recommended. Why do we say that? What do we learn so far? Where's the command? To raise your hand. Can I ask you a question? Uh, it's about the Titanic, the ship that sinks, right? So the, the person in there, he said that God, not even himself, can sink that ship. Uh-huh. And the ship got sick. Do you think that Allah did that to show those people that, you know, he's powerful and... Do we think Allah did that? It could be a sign from Allah. Maybe the man said an arrogance, so Allah Ta'ala humbled that man. Maybe. But some people in the Titanic survived. No. Yeah. No. May Allah bless you. Tayyip. قال بعض العلماء يا إخوان الصحيح أن الرفع الأيدي في الصلاة طيب في تكبيرة الإحرام مستحب. لماذا؟ لعدم الأمر. لعدم الأمر. Many scholars have the, the strongest opinion, they say, when you first start the salah, raising the hands is not obligatory. Why? Because where is the command to do so specifically? If you search the whole Bukhari, the whole Muslim, the whole Mawatta, the whole Bayhaqi, the whole Nasai, the whole Abi Dawood, the whole Ibn Majah, you're not going to find a command specifically to raise your hands. Another benefit I wanted to share, Ikhwan, Ahyanan, Waswar Akhina, you uh, and the question Rabbi Allah brother is pointing us to this benefit sometimes we witness this amongst ourselves with the brothers at our, our own masjid here when the person comes late the imam is in the raka'ah for example say the imam is in the ruku'ah the Imam is in the Rukur. Someone comes mutaakhir. He comes late. How does he join the Salah? Had you kabbid takbiratan wahidatan or takbiratin? Does he make one takbir and join the row? Allahu Akbar and go right into the Rukur? Or does he make two takbir? Sheikh Hassan says two. Two, 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 two. Al-Sahih, two. Our sister says two. And that's the correct opinion. Sometimes you see the brothers and we're so quick. We're trying to catch the man before he comes up. If you catch him, you catch him. If you don't, you catch him. You don't, you don't. Don't rush. It's not allowed. Some scholars say it's haram. Some say hate it. To rush to the masjid. Sometimes we're driving and we know, mashallah, our brothers here, alhamdulillah, they're exact with the time. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Sometimes we're in class. Our beloved Sheikh is going to say, hey, hey, he's going to stand right here. Hey, 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 Yaqi. He said, shukran, Yaqi. May Allah bless you. One of the brothers 
his shyness, he sits in the back, and then he says, He has nothing in his throat, but we're late, we passed the time. So he's trying to tell us, hey, hey, it's 4-1, come on, yaki, bismillah. At any rate, it's not allowed to rush to the salah. You catch what you catch, you miss what you miss, you make it up. So the members in the record, many of the brothers, they do one takbir, Allahu Akbar, and they go into the record. Many scholars say that this is incorrect. Because you have to make takbir to ihram to enter to the salah, and then you have to make yusamma takbir to intiqal. Then you make the takbir of moving. Not every takbir is the same. Not every takbir is the same. Takbir al-Tahreem or Takbir al-Ihram is the initial sacred first Allahu Akbar. Every Takbir after that is the Takbir al-Inqitar or Intiqar. The Takbir of moving. Min mawqif ila al-mawqif. From position to position. So you come in, if the Imam is not in the Qiyam, you have to make two Takbir. The first Ihram to enter the Salah. Allahu Akbar. And now you have to make a takbir to move. Allahu Akbar. And then you follow. That's the strongest. Wallah, well, I know. No. What about the washing? The washing? Even from the highway, if you're washing. Like, even if, if you intend to come to the masjid, you drive your regular drive. You're walking, you walk your regular walk of hay'ah. Your regular walk, don't. I'm going to miss it. Mashallah. You walk regularly. It's not correct. Mother to come to the salah except that you are bisikina, that you have calmness and tranquility. Tayyabda dars. If you have time, if you have time, ya khwan, عندك وقت تأتي بالسنة نعم إذا عندك الوقت السنة تكمل الأجر في الصلاة وفي كل عمل يا خوان في كل عمل. If you can do the sunnah, do the sunnah. Don't let no one stop you ever. From doing the sunnah, if you have time. You come in the salah, the sunnah can please the reward. If you don't have time, the imam is in rukur, you don't have time now. You're not going to say, Allahu Akbar, A'udhu Billahi Minna Shaitanir Rajeem, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, and recite the way you may recite regularly. He's in rukur, number one. So you have to follow him. You're not going to make the istiftah here. You don't have time. So you have to follow him. The, the Imam is in Qiyam. He's in Qiyam? And he joined? No. And he reads with the Fatiha? No. But he goes to the Qiyam? No. And you don't finish? You don't finish. Ah, that's what I That's a beautiful question, Yaqwan. If the Imam comes in late, or the sister, it doesn't matter. Comes in late. And the Imam is standing, but you don't get a chance to finish your Al-Fatiha. What's upon you to do? So you follow the Imam, do you make that Raka'ah up? Is it obligatory upon you to read the Raka'ah, that you make that Raka'ah up? It's not obligatory. Because you came and the Imam is standing. So you don't have to make it up. Lakin, however, awla laka and to read the raka'ah. But it's better for you to make it up. Laysa wajiban. It's not obligatory. La yumkinna an naqool, yajibu ala shakhs yaati mutaakhiran, and you read the raka'ah li annahu lam yukammil al-fatiha. La, ma'indana dalil. Ma'indana dalil. You can't say to someone, it's obligatory. Sister, sister is talking, Zainab is with one of the Sihab or somebody, Khadija, Halima, they're together. And Zainab comes in late. And then Sihab says, hey, hey, you have to, it's obligatory for you to recite that raka again. There's no proof of that. There's no proof of that. But it's better. Why do we say it's better? Because the Messenger of Allah says, there's no prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. Our Shaykh, Shaykh Mubu used to say, he used to say if someone comes late and they don't recite 
the Fatiha. It's not obligatory upon them to stand up again. It's not obligatory. However, it's better because he didn't recite the mother of the book. One time I did that, one of them said, you here, when I first came here, and I think it was strange to the brother, may Allah bless our beloved brother, and teach us all, and he was tapping me on my leg, and I'm in the salah, and the brother was in the salah next to me, the imam finished, salam alaikum, salam alaikum, I came standing, but I didn't finish the Fatiha. I said, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Allahu Akbar. I didn't recite the Fatiha. So I stood up. I tried to do what's, you try your best, to do what's best. And the brother, may Allah guide him and all of us, he was hitting my leg. I was in the Salah. He was hitting me. And I wanted to hit him back. But <laughs> I'm, I'm in the Salah, this is my, old, my elder. We're Muslims, inshallah, we're Muslims. We're in the masjid. And my knee is a little sore anyway. He hit me in my knee. <laughs> so then he started talking to his friend. I'm in the salah right next to him. He said, hey, why is the brother? I'm right here. Why is the brother praying again? He came. He, I, at any rate, I gave the salams after. Then I mentioned the hadith to the brother, mashallah ta'ala. Sometimes, ikhwan, it's okay to do what's better. It's okay to do what's better. May Allah bless you, ikhwan. Let's say you, you're reading the Fatiha as an Imam or goes to the court, right? Uh-huh. And, I mean, you didn't go to the court right away with the Imam, then he comes back from the court. Did he catch the court with the Imam? Or no? Or, or, or you know, any, uh, let's say you go to Jude, mm. but the Imam is going too fast. No. You know, and, and he goes to Jude, and while you're in the Jude, he comes back, and no. he comes back to the Jude same time. He catches you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that happens Yaqwan. Sometimes we pray too fast. I remember I was in one masjid and they called the Adhan, they called the Iqama. I went to make wudu. <laughs> we heard the Adhan, mashallah ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. Heard the Iqama. Alhamdulillah. We have to make wudu. We love to make wudu. It's not a far walk. We didn't have to get on the bus. No, in the same masjid. We came back, the salah was over. <laughs> they said, what salah did we pray here? <laughs> Sometimes some of the imams, may Allah bless us all, they do pray fast. A lot of times because we haven't studied the issues of the salah. The salah, ikhwan, alayna la nasta'ajil fi salah. Alayna nusalli bil hudu. Kama qala nabi alayhi sallam, tell me hadha al-rajul. Min haditha bin al-rayra. We have to pray, not rushing. The things that we, from the things that we should never rush in is the salah. For example, we shouldn't say, I'm about to pray real quick, Yaqi. I'm about to, I'm about to, no, I'm about to pray, inshallah. Not about to pray real quick. You shouldn't pray fast, Yaqwan. Like the hadith of the Prophet, when the Prophet told that man, go back and pray. Because you didn't pray. Many scholars say, because he prayed with no khushur, he was like a chicken, like a, not a chicken, a rooster. Up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And that's most of us. Sometimes you join the salah, Allahu Akbar. What up, darling? Ami, Allahu Akbar. Subhanahu Sami, Allahu Nima, that means. You'd be like, how is that salah, Yaqwan? How is that salah? There's no salah, Yaqwan. So, without the khushur, the khushur is from the pillar, from the obligations of the salah. Some say from the pillars of the salah. And some say that's what that man missed. He didn't pray with khushur, he didn't have his humility there, and he was rushing from position to position. When you move, you move with humility. When you're in the position, you're in the position with humility. As it comes to many of the hadith. And faraka, and make the ruku' until you are uh, until you are in a state of ease. And then you move. And then you stand until you're in a state of ease. And then you prostrate until you're in a state of ease. In the whole salah and this is a reminder for myself firstly that that's something that many of us forget. The most important thing to us, I made the salah. No, that's not the most important. Because you can make the salah, wa salatuna la takuna maqbulatin indallah, kama qala nabi alayhi sallam in hadith of Abi Huraira. Because we can pray, but our prayer may not be accepted. As the Prophet of Allah said to that man in that hadith, go back and pray, but really you did not pray. You did not pray. And another, another benefit yet, Father Shah. I read a hadith that Aisha, Rani Allah Anha, she said that uh, 
the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam uh, performed Fajr huh. once that uh, she wondered whether or not he recited the Al Fatiha. Have you ever heard that? No, authentic hadith. I think she's talking about the, the Sunan of the Fajr. She mentions the meaning more or less that he prayed and it wasn't the length of his usual prayer. But many ulama said this was his sunan. He prayed the sunan like that. Oh, that was the sunan. And that wasn't the fajr itself. That was the raka'ate fajr. The two raka'ah before the fajr. Or hadith of al-Bukhari. That she mentioned. He prayed it not like he usually prayed. So I said, I wonder if he recited the fatiha. Showing how fast when you compare how he usually stands in the obligatory salah. Then in this narration here. No. Now that sunan is... Old dunya, mashallah, yaqon. And everything that's in it. May Allah bless you. Try not to miss your two raka'ah of the fajr, yaqon. Yeah, uh, how about the times that the Prophet prayed fast because he heard the baby crying? Hey, there's sometimes, yaqon, one narration, the, the Prophet did the opposite of that. One narration, the baby was crying and crying and crying and crying. So the Prophet didn't pray as usual because he didn't want it to be a harm on the woman, the mother, for example. Sometimes a baby, there's another narration in which the Prophet's grandson, uh, Hassan Hussein, was on his back and he was in the sujood. And he said, the meaning, I, I was afraid to disturb my, my child, my grandson. So the Prophet was in the sajda and the baby was on his back. And the Prophet stayed there until the baby finished his knee, meaning stopped playing on his back. So many companions was in the salah with him and he said he, he prostrated so long. For example, and then a prophet mentioned why he prostrated so long. So a baby is crying, you're in the salah, for example. Now you may forget the people, forget the mothers, forget the, the fathers, and just continue your salah. But nobody of, of, of knowledge is going to do that. You may, you don't know why the baby is crying, is he hurt, is it an emergency, is he harmed? So you're going to taqsir salah, you're going to shorten your salah some. Another sunnah the Prophet would do when the baby is crying, if you can, is he would grab the baby and pick him up. For example. Another benefit I want to share you, Ikhwan, sometimes when we come late, if you don't have the ability to step up to a sutra, what do you do? You come late, mathalan, the Imam gives his salams, and sometimes the brothers, you see this amongst the brothers, that a brother would step back four or five steps or step over two or three steps to the right or to the left, for example. If you can get to a sutra, maybe one step, maybe two steps, you pray and there's a chair to your right. The imam gave the salams, so you have to finish. You stand up and the people are walking by. There's a chair here. If it's one step over, no problem. If you slide over some, no problem. But the chair is over there. Some of the brothers, he comes over. No, not like that, You're in the prayer. Or the chair is behind you. One of the brothers, he grabbed his belongings, mashallah, moved all the way back, picked something in front of him. No, you're in the salah. If you can't get to a sutra, then you fell off the best of your ability. If the wall is five steps above, I wouldn't go to the wall. It's too far. You're in the salah. You're in the salah. Some of the people of Al-Fiqh, they say, you only can take two steps. That's the most you can take. And they use that hadith when the Prophet prayed on the minbar. And he took two steps down to prostrate. And he took two steps back up to get on the minbar. And he took two steps down to prostrate. Many scholars use that hadith to say, you can take two steps. Inshallah. At any rate, you're in the salah. Your phone goes off. If you can get, if it's in your pocket, and you can hit the, the off button without breaking your khushur, labas. But if you gotta go through your things, grab your bag, open the purse up, zip it, unzip, that's too much, you're, fine. you're in the salah. You're in the salah. So you try your best not to move at all. If you have an itch, try your best not to scratch it. If you can. A fly is on you. Try your best, let that fly. Enjoy your skin and your blood and your warmth and whatever else the fly is doing to you. Try your best. Because every movement you're taking away from your from the reward of your salah. Every movement. No. Uh, the the du'a for the sujood is du'a while you are 
praying. Is that for, I think that's for sajda, any sajda. Yeah, any sajda. Any sajda. While you're reading Quran too? It can be reading Quran, you can be, you can, anytime you're in sajda, you can recite this hadith. Okay, while you are praying, you can say eh? SubhanAllah three times. Hadith Hudayfa, the hadith comes in, I'm narrated by Hudayfa in, in Sahih Muslim. The same narration comes from Hudayfa in the Sunan. Lakin al farq bain riwayat al Imam Muslim wa riwayat al Abi Dawood rahimahumullah ta'ala, li anna fi Sahih Muslim ma la yadkuru al adad. Dikur al adad fi Sunan, laysa fi Sahih. The hadith is narrated by Hudayfa. If you compare the narrations in the book of Sahih Muslim, it doesn't mention the number. It says the Messenger of Allah said, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la, Rabbi Al-Azim. When he made sujood, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. It didn't say Thalatha. The wording of Abu Dawood says three times. Many scholars, they say here, the narration of Hudayfa that's in Muslim is stronger than the narration that's in the Sunan. So that which is more memorized is without saying three. If somebody says Subhanahu Rabbi Al-Azim one time and then said Allahu Akbar, what did he do wrong? Somebody says one time, he makes ruku' Allahu Akbar, Subhanahu Rabbi Al-Azim, Sami Allahu Liman Hamidah. Aina khata'uhu. Where is his error? Where is his mistake? He didn't make a mistake. He didn't make a mistake. Those narrations that say three are not in Muslim, they're in the Sunan. <coughs> so, generally, the, the, the adhkar and the dhikr and the ad'iyah of the salah, you can make any time. We're sitting here right now, we say, Subhanahu Rabbi Al-Azim. Yes, the Prophet would say that usually in the salah, that doesn't mean it's not allowed to say it outside the salah. That's a misconception. Sometimes we think, that the du'a that the Prophet made in the sujood, you can't say while you're walking? Or is that restriction? It's not a restriction, Yaqub. There's a difference, the Prophet said it here. Can you only say it there? There's two different masa'in, two different issues. Two different issues. You come out the hammam, what do you say? Masih. When you come out the hammam, what du'a do you say? Gufranaka. What's gufranaka? What's the translation? Oh Allah, ask that you forgive me. طيب. Is that only Is that only when we come out the Hamma? The answer is no. But you don't find the word Gufranaka usually except when the Prophet came out the Hamma. Like that. Gufranaka. But it doesn't mean it's restricted for that. It doesn't mean it's restricted for that. We learned the hadith the other day, Hadith Anas. And the Bukhari Muslim, the Messenger of Allah used to do what when he went into the Hamma? Who remembers? He would say what? Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min khubdi wal khaba'at Oh Allah, verily I seek refuge from you, from the male with you, from the male and female jinn. Right? Is this only when you go into the hammam? No. The answer is no. You can say right now, we're in class. Allahumma inna a'udhu bika min khubdi wal khaba'at Oh Allah, we're in class, in the masjid. We seek refuge with you, ya Allah, from the male and female jinn. There's no contradiction at all. There's a difference that the Prophet would say it here, and you only can say it here. Most du'a are am, are general. They're not khas, limoqi'in ma. They're not specific for a certain position. One brother, he said, Shaykh Albani, sometimes when you give him salams, and you say, wa barakatuh, he says, wa barakatuh maghfiratuhu. Is that a sunnah? The answer is no. That's not a sunnah. However, to Shaykh Al-Bani, that's allowed to do, inshallah, but it's not from the Sunnah of the Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam. Question. Fadiyah Shaykh. Yeah. Um, I hear somebody still of a, uh, they said, if the Imam recites in the Salat Jahriyyah, Al-Fatiha, and after that he starts the Surah after Fatiha, I don't know. Uh, no. I did. I 
you know, recite the Fatiha. If I recite the Fatiha, I'm not gonna hear what he said about, you know, the, the other. Ideas. Yeah, that's what Imam Malik says. Yeah. That's what Sheikh Albani they say. However, what about the Hadith? There's no prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. What about the ayah? Surah Al-Nahl. If the Quran is being recited, then listen to it and pay attention. Pay attention and listen. So that mercy will be shown to you. In the Salah, this is not talking about Al-Fatiha. Ashokani, he says, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, this is after Al-Fatiha. Remember the principle, Yaqwan. La yujadu ta'arudun fi shari'atina abadan. There's a principle, Yaqwan. There's nothing that contradicts anything in our religion. Nothing. Either what? You don't know how to make the jam' between them, or something is weak. Nothing contradicts anything. This hadith and this hadith, there is a way to make the jama'ah, the harmonization between them. There is a way. If anything contradicts our religion, then the Muslims are liars. Then there's no sunnah. There's no contradiction in our religion. Not one. Not one. Not one. Either there's a way to understand this hadith, we just don't have the knowledge to do so. There's a way. Do you recite Al-Fatiha? Is it upon everyone or the Imam, the sisters and the brothers? Everyone. You look at all those hadith and you make the jam between them. There's a way to make the harmonization between them. And the best way to do that is that it's on everyone. If you say only the Imam has to recite Al-Fatiha, then what about what Abu Hurairah said to the Tabi'i? There's a ta'aruf, there's a contradiction. One of the Tabi'un came to Abu Hurairah and he says, the Tabi'i said, Ya Abu Huraira, do we recite Al-Fatiha? Imam Ibn Kathir mentioned this in his tafsir. Do we recite Al-Fatiha behind the Imam? Behind the Imam. Abu Huraira said, yes. This contradicts what Imam Malik says. This contradicts what Sheikh Al-Bani says. We love them. Rahimahumullah. However, uh, uh, but the truth has more right to be followed. We love Shaykh Al-Bani, Rahimallah. One of the first scholars I ever wanted to get a book from was Shaykh Al-Bani. One of the first scholars I ever heard about, for example. We love the Shaykh. But we also learned that blind following is haram. From the Shaykh. He said blind following is not allowed. We love Imam Malik. We also learned from Imam Malik, blind following is not allowed. قال إمام مالك رحمه الله تعالى كل واحد منا يخذ من قوله ويرد إلا وأشار إلى قبر النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام. إمام مالك he wasn't the originator of this statement but he said it so much so much you think that he said it first he didn't say it first though Ibn Abbas said it first. Imam مالك said all of us our statements can be taken and rejected except for and he pointed to the grave. Of the Messenger of Allah. He said, except for him, he's the only one. As for everyone else, whoever else, the companions, the Tabi'un, that's bad Tabi'in, the great Imams that came after them, all the way to the scholars of today. I tell the sisters, this Sheikh said that. I tell the brothers, this Sheikh said that. And you don't have to take that, Ikhwan. I come to the Somalian brothers and say, one of the biggest mashaykh in Somalia, Shaykh Ab, uh, Muhammad ibn Abdullah Somali, rahimahullah ta'ala, he was the biggest shaykh in Somalia, and you don't agree with me. Alhamdulillah. I go to the Pakistanis, and I say, one of the greatest mashaykh ever was a shaykh al-Dahlawi, rahimahullah, and you don't agree. Alhamdulillah. We go to the Saudi Arabia, the Sardian, and we say, one of the biggest scholars ever, from Uneza, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Saleh and Uthimi. And you say, no, no, Sheikh ibn Abbas was bigger. And then I say, Sheikh Muhammad ibn, 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 ibn Ibrahim was bigger than him. And then you say, who cares, Yaqwan? It's not obligatory. All that's positions, opinions, opinions, opinions. If it's not a hadith, you don't have to take it. You don't have to take it. If it's a hadith, you can't reject that. That's different, Yaqwan. 
At any rate, all of these are opinions here for May Allah bless you all. You try your best to bring all the hadith together if you can. Look at all of them. And then there's a way to make the jamma between them. There's a way. There would no be no Islam if it wasn't. There's a way. Nothing in Islam contradicts. Nothing. Not one thing. If there was one contradiction, we wouldn't be Muslims. As we're going to say, if it's a contradiction, Allah lied, when Udu Billah, the Prophet lied, when Udu Billah, Jibreel lied, when Udu Billah, the companions lied, when Udu Billah, the Tabi'un lied, when Udu Billah. There's no contradiction in one at all. You can't bring no hadith that contradicts another hadith. It may look like it. It may look like it. Allah Ta'ala says in the ayah, when the Quran is being recited, then listen to it. And pay attention so that mercy will be shown to you. And the Prophet of Allah says, there's no uh, prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. It looks like a contradiction. One narration, recite. Another ayah, don't recite. Listen. On the surface, it looks like it's a ta'arub. But there's a way, ikhwan. The point here, outside of the salah, listen. Someone's reciting Quran in the corner. And we're talking, according to this ayah, we should shut up. Allah says, If the Quran has been recited, then listen to it. It's a command. It's a command. Even if you don't understand. Even if you don't understand. Somebody's going to say, I don't know Arabic. That should encourage us to learn Arabic. I pray one of our Imams, Imam Ayyub, our beloved Sheikh, our beloved Sheikh Yusuf, and whoever else comes in the Jumu'ah, I pray one day, I pray, I'm here. They see the Jumu'ah all in Arabic. One time. Out of hope that this will encourage us more. If we come one day, maybe we'll do that also. We come and just have class all in Arabic. And we hope that people are not going to say, Hey, I'm going to KGIC. They, I don't know what they're saying here. I'm going to Huda. Alhamdulillah, you can go to any message you wish. We're not those people that say you have to come to our message. Wherever message you go to, go there. Learn your religion and benefit. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. It's not the sunnah to call to yourself. It's not the sunnah to call to your place of worship. No, you call to the Quran and the sunnah by way of the Quran and the sunnah. At any rate, out of hope, the brothers give, our Imam Ayub comes and gives the whole Jumar in Arabic. We hope that the brothers say, hey, I need to learn more Arabic. Because I don't know what he's saying. And this is the point. This is the point. We encourage our sisters to speak more Arabic to each other. Our brothers speak more Arabic to each other. This is the goal, Yaqwan. All of us, inshallah, ta'ala. May Allah teach us all, Yaqwan. Some of us says it is not Arabic, it is another language. It's not khutbah. Hey, some scholars, they say that. Some say that, Yaqwan. The correct is that it's still a Jumu'ah. If you come and give Jumu'ah all in English, it's still a Jumu'ah. still a Jumu'ah. Some scholars, they say, We'll give you this last statement, Yaqwan. وهذا قول ابن تيميه رحمه الله تعالى وابن القيم وغيرهما اذا العبد يستطيع ان يتكلم بالعربيه ولا يتكلم بالعربيه بدون هاجه فهو اثم فهو اثم some scholars they say if you can say whatever you're saying in Arabic and you don't you say it in Somalia you say it in English you say it in Spanish you say it in any other language but you can say it in Arabic and you don't have a need to do so you don't have a need you're just saying it in other language. Some say you committed a sin. And they use the hadith, hadith Ibn Umar, that's collected by Ahmed wal Bayhaqi. And was the Messenger of Allah said, Man Whoever imitates a people is from them. And they say the Arabic language from the people of the Islam, the Muslims, and the other languages are from other religions. At any rate, you're free Allah to the best of your ability, Yaqwan. We'll stop there, inshallah. Tfadl. Inshallah, it's one time, I don't know. I hear that long time, but I'm not know no, that. that. Uh, uh, one of the 
is not turning I think from Sahaba, he make dars, and it's Maghrib time or something like that. Some they ask him the salah now the salah is time the salah is time, and they he said why have قد فعلها رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. I don't know that. Okay, it is allowed to delay, like say you were doing a lesson reminder. It is allowed to delay the salah into after the knowledge. You can do that. Yeah, but uh, he say we have to do no. But I don't know the authenticity of it. Yeah. Inshallah, we can check it. Inshallah. Yeah. May Allah bless the Sheikh. Yeah. Nah, no, so the shukran, Sheikh.